Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel with the University of Illinois Extension Service. And this week I wanted to talk about, as we are now into the very early part of November, the mm, I'm probably, you're thinking, what else can I be talking about this late in the season? But typically there's still some garden cleanup chores that need to be done, some storage issues that should happen, some rearranging of garden and winter equipment uh, that can happen. And um, by this time, if you have uh, harvested now all your cool season fall crops out of the garden or mulched in your carrots or parsley for use later on, uh, the rest of that garden area can be, uh, should be cleaned up. The the, any diseased debris, of course, should head to the curb. Uh, other good, other good uh, plant material product that comes out of there could go into the compost pile. But certainly, uh, you want to get that out of the way before uh, the snow flies finally, and uh, and 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 be ready for the spring garden. If you're been composting and are going to use that compost in your vegetable garden, fall is a great time to put it out there. Uh, some folks will leave it on the surface and allow that rough material to collect snow and rain. Uh, throughout the winter and early spring. Others will turn it under. If you turn it under, uh, leave the soil as loose as possible. So a fall tillage probably shouldn't be a rototiller that, that uh, tills the bed smooth. It should be turned over by hand, um, leaving the soil relatively rough for the, for the same reason. You want to allow it to collect the snow and uh, the rain next spring to provide your garden with as much moisture as possible. So that's one of the things we can do right now. Uh, another area that uh, needs attention this time of year is, um, you know, we might have been storing our chemicals in, in the unheated uh, garage for the summer for ease of getting to them and use, uh, but they need to get into a permanent storage for the wintertime, uh, something above freezing temperatures, especially if you have liquids or emulsifiable concentrates out there that you're going to use again next year. Um, we have an advantage now. Most of the containers we use today are probably plastic. Um, the older, in older times here, uh, a lot of the product was still in a glass jar, and if that liquid froze, uh, it would, of course, break the jar and be quite the mess. Um, the point today is we don't want the product to freeze because it changes its, uh, uh, its performance. It might actually deactivate the product that's in the container, making it, uh, uh, making it, uh, ineffective when you go to control a pest next year. So you want to get these products into a, a storage container somewhere um, cool and dry above freezing. If that ends up uh, somewhere in your home and there are children around, of course, that is a, a cabinet or a structure that needs to be locked and secured. Um, you decide if there's no kids around how you're going to handle it. But for children, please, please uh, make sure that they can't get into that. Um, it's quite possible that uh, for some of us, we've been mowing all, all October, and maybe we have to still mow a little bit more into November. It's not uncommon that last mowing requires a sweatshirt and gloves uh, to be effective in terms of our lawn maintenance. Uh, once we've done that last lawn mowing, uh, it's time to clean the underside of the mower deck, leave it in the wintertime clean and dry rather than with uh, wet grass under there, the deck rust. Uh, it makes it less effective in mulching up your grass uh, next year. Uh, so clean the deck, 
uh, oil put a little oil on all the moving parts, the handles, the controls, those kinds of things that might need it, uh, so that we don't have any issues there for the for the during the winter time. Um, with the new style lawnmowers and their construction today, the gas tanks are typically plastic, so we really don't worry about the gas tank rusting. Uh, but it's good to leave the gas tank completely full uh, with fuel and add a fuel additive to keep our ethanol-based uh, gasolines from going bad over the wintertime. Uh, run the mower briefly. Run any of those summer engines that you have uh, briefly. Uh, make sure the fuel and the fuel additive is throughout the carburetor system uh, so that we don't have any gummy, gummed up jets and things like that in the carburetor. And we need it, and uh, that ensures that next spring the lawnmower is going to start when you need it, need it to go, or any other uh, summer engine type of equipment. Um, if you're done mowing for sure, this is the best time then to go ahead and, and uh, swap places in the garden shed or the garage with the snowblower and the lawnmower so that when you need to use the snowblower for the first time, it's available to you. And I'll kind of back up and say the same thing about engine prep here. Uh, hopefully after you got done uh, with snowblowing last spring, you did the same thing. You had fuel conditioner put in the, in the gas tank and uh, run through the snowblower before you shut it down. But this is the time of the year before you really need it to make sure it starts again. And if it's going to need to be serviced, uh, you've got ample time and the, and the service centers aren't backed up. So uh, think about replacing spots with the lawnmower and, and the snowblower, making sure it runs and, and starts. And that'll, that'll um, stead you well here down the road. Um, we do a lot of end-of-the-season garden work with our gardening tools, whether that's spades, trowels, shovels, hard rakes, and now's the time that we should go ahead and clean off the dirt. Um, the dirt is going to hold moisture, <clears throat> and when you scrape the dirt away next spring, you're going <clears> to <throat> find a rusty spot right underneath, the, right underneath where that dirt was. So clean the dirt off, uh, put a little light coating of maybe a 3-in-1 oil or... Um, or, or uh, oily rag and wipe the, wipe the surfaces off so that little bit of oil adds a bit of uh, protection to the, to the steel and, the, and again it won't rust um, sitting in your, in, your, in your shed in the high humidity of the wintertime. One of the last things you can also do before you hang up the garden hose for the season and drain it is to water any plants that you've put in the ground, uh, especially late in, in the fall of the year, but also any transplants that you've put in the garden or the shrub bed throughout the summer. Give them that last good drink of water. That may be all the water they get for the rest of the winter when the ground freezes. Um, and then uh, drain the water out of the hose, roll it up, and put it away for the winter time. If you don't have a place to store it at a minimum or the maximum, however you want to look at this, uh, please disconnect it from your frost-free fitting on the house. It's frost-free because the water gets to drain out of the fixture once you turn the handle off. But with a garden hose attached, it may not drain properly, and we, we don't need a big plumbing repair bill uh, come spring when that thaws out and you find out you've got a leak. So be sure uh, you remove all the garden hoses, whether you store them somewhere else or not. Uh, get them off the spigot around the house. So that's uh, a bit of information there for the season. 
towards the end of this very end of the season here. I hope you've had a great summer. Hope you'd enjoy. I hope you've enjoyed your landscape and your vegetables and your perennials this year. Um, but there's, these are the few last things that we need to do to ensure that everything's ready to go next spring. Well, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. It's always a pleasure, and I'll be back again next week. <music>